What's up, everybody? It's Kristen here for another episode of Tequiling Time. Guys, I'm going to be real honest with you. I was at a loss of what to record today. I sat here literally until like 9.30, and I could not think of what to say. Because I had this plan. But for my plan, I need a recording guest, partner, buddy, whatever, to do like a one-time appearance. So I'm going to go ahead and make my casting call now. If you or someone you know is a single male active in the dating scene, I need you to message me, get with me, so we can work out a time to record this episode that I want to do. And you can be anonymous. Unfortunately, I do not have the technology to disguise your voice. But you don't have to say your name. So as long as you don't have like a super distinct voice or anything, no one would know who you were. Um, But I just wanted to put that out there. I have a brilliant idea. I just need someone to help me execute this idea. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. And I say that like we're about to get into the content. We're not because I want to chat with you guys. Just chit chat a little bit before we talk about what we're talking about. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend, a great Mondays, whatever day you're listening to. I hope you had a great previous day. Um, it was a nice little fall preview weekish last week, and then now we're kind of warm <coughs> up again. Davey says hello. He missed you guys. And, um, you know, we're here. We're making it. I can't believe that August is almost over and it's almost September. Like, that is the craziest thing I have ever heard of but you know time marches on and we've got to just keep on going um (laughs) what has happened this week I want to I know that not everybody loves Taylor Swift like I do but I love her and we are going to talk about something that she did this past week that I thought was absolutely amazing And I want to tell a quick little funny story about my dreams getting realized, crushed, realized, crushed, and then realized again. It's a whole saga. What a time. So, I have talked about the Folklore album a billion, bajillion times on here because I love it so much. was literally listening to it on the way home um, to come record and... I just really love that album so much. It's so good. The songs are so relatable. It just gives me all the feels, and you can't ask for anything more. Davey, honey, if you're going to get in the bed, get in the bed. Um, Spoiler alert, guys. I record this in my bedroom in my bed because it has the best acoustics in here. So, um, anyways. So, I'm listening to it and, you know, living my best life. And I am in a couple Taylor Swift Facebook groups. Shout out to um, the Steeny Swifties, Swifties 24-7, all the Starbucks lovers. I think that's what the other one's called. I'm just in a lot of them, and I just love them all so much. But shout out to them all. And I started seeing posts that there were autographed copies of Folklore in a record store in Cincinnati. 
And Summer is from Cincinnati. Or she's not from there, but she lived there for a little bit. And part of her is from there. So we're going to go with that. And I text her and I said, this is an emergency. I'm going to need you to find someone who can go to said CD store immediately for me and get this autograph Taylor Swift. And she had somebody who was like, heck yes, I'm on it. I'm going to finish what I'm doing, get dressed, and then I'll be right out there. And girl was out there in record time. Like, she killed it. Um, So, shout out to her because literally I've only met this girl at, like, two um, events in my life. And I messaged her on Facebook. I was like, hey, this is really weird, but do you know this CD store? She was like, yeah, I love it. I was like, cool, great. Can you go to it, like, immediately right now? And she, like, no questions asked, was like, yeah, done, I'm there. So, first off, shout out to you for being the coolest person ever. And I just seriously applaud you for that. Second, so she goes, she races over there. And unfortunately... They were sold out before she got there. So, our my dream, our dream, she wanted one too, was crushed. We could not get the signed Taylor Swift album. Therefore, I had to hang my head and sigh and go and just deal with the fact that I will not have it. So, I went about my day and everything, and then I look on Facebook and notice that, because I, at this point, had not seen that she sent it to, like, a bunch of indie CD stores throughout the country, and um, so I was just like, wow, I wonder why she picked this random place in Cincinnati, but I don't care. At least I had a chance, Um, and then I see that she sent them to all these other CD stores around the country, so... I started searching for CD stores local to me. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, thank God there's hope. Like, I'm going to be able to get one of these albums. So I open up the post and um, I saw where there had been one that was sent um, to a CD store that was maybe 20 minutes away from where I was at the moment. And I was like, I was like grabbing my keys ready to run over there. And I looked and in the comments, it had been posted that they sold out an hour ago. So there I was again, heartbroken. I was like, nope, I'm never going to get this autograph CD. So I spent the whole rest of the day, you know, telling people like, oh my gosh, I almost got an autographed Taylor Swift CD, but it didn't work out because they were sold out and blah, blah, blah. It was worth a shot. It was so much fun. Can't believe she did this. And then, again, on my pages, I see someone post, autograph CDs were just released on her website. Go right now. And guys, I would just like you to know, I was able to get one from the website. So, eventually, once it ever ships, I will be the proud owner of an autographed Taylor Swift album. And I'm just so excited for that. And that's not even the moral of the story. Like, yeah, it was exciting. And, like, there was a lot of emotions and everything to, in, that went into getting this album. But the moral of the story is Taylor Swift didn't send these autographed 
albums to Target or Walmart or a big box store or anything like that. She sent them to like small local stores that, um, you know, don't have big advertisements, anything like that. And, you know, dozens of people flock to these stores and they bought albums and they walked in the store, you know, maybe they see something else they like and they got more things or, you know, they're like, hey, I'm going to go back out there again. That seemed like a pretty cool place. And the thing is, is a lot of these stores where these albums were sent to, they, um, you know, they probably were super effective by the, if not still affected by the economy shutdown with the coronavirus pandemic. So, I mean, I'm not saying that she saved a billion stores with doing this, but she did. She could have sent them anywhere and she chose to send them to small businesses. And I think that that is such a super cool thing for her to do um, as an artist. And um, based on what I've read from a lot of the businesses, I don't know a whole lot about like record buying and all that, but they were saying that they were not charged for these. So they didn't have to like order a certain quantity or anything. They were literally just like sent to them from her record company and they were signed CDs and they were not um, like uh, the prices weren't raised. They were the same price as a standard album. So she just did this to do it, to be nice. And I mean, I will always stand up for Taylor Swift and say that everything she does is literally so nice, but I just think that was a really cool thing to do. So there's that story um, about how Taylor Swift um, is just an amazing person. And just wanted to share that because you know, I like to share little bits and pieces about me and my life when, before we get started. So what am I drinking today? Because I like to share that as well. I said I was trying new drinks. So today I'm drinking um, an iced tea with lemon. And I'm not stopping there, guys. Don't worry. Uh, so this is just iced tea with lemon that I make for myself at home. And I put some lemon white claw in it. Um, if it wasn't work night, I probably would have. <laughs> if it wasn't work night, um, if it wasn't a work night, I would probably put just like a shot of vodka in it. And almost, I mean, it kind of tastes like. Hmm. I'm just doing a little taste test for you guys here. I've been drinking it. It tastes really good. I wouldn't say it tastes like an LIT because LITs don't really taste like tea to me. I don't know what they taste like, but it's not tea. This literally just tastes like, um, like a, like a carbonated sweet tea with lemon and it's really good. So, that's what I'm drinking. Iced tea with lemon white claw in it. It's very good. So, we've got our drink. We've talked about Taylor Swift. Davey's here in my lap because um, I've kind of got him on lockdown right now because he's wanted to eat everything in sight. And I, I'm tired of chasing him around. So, Mama's going to give him some lemons and some snuggles while we record. And I want to talk about... A part of the dating game, the dating routine, that really, really bugs me. So, let's take it back 
we're gonna go all the way back for me to 2006 2006-2007 we're like sixth grade middle school Kristen here we're listening to Hannah Montana the Jonas Brothers high school musical not much has changed but that's kind of what we're doing and we're on the playground talking to our friends and they come up and you hear hey did you know that so-and-so was talking to so-and-so and and in normal culture and normal just anything you'd be like okay cool like what did they talk about but talking has a a new meaning today in today's time so when you're talking with someone that means like pre-dating okay and like i said this is dated back all the way to like middle school so you think that's maybe something we would grow out of and unfortunately it is not so if we fast forward to today you meet somebody and you go out on a couple dates and now we're the talking phase i just picture me every time i say the word talking i have air quotes because that's all i can think of when i say this word so the talking phase we don't really have um a label it's not like oh, okay so we're talking now because yes guys that is a little immature and we've accepted that. So now we, don't get me wrong, we still do it. But we just don't label it. And now we have a whole other level of confusion to bring to the talking phase. So now, like I said, we are, we've met, we've went out on a couple dates. It seems to be going well, but you are now sitting here thinking, should I delete my Bumble or should I just not answer these? Should I stop talking to um, Brad from the date I went on two weeks ago or three weeks ago? And um, Michael asked me on a date, but I don't know. Am I dating John? Are we together? Are we exclusive? What is he doing? Because... We're in this weird limbo where we just don't know if we're exclusive, are we dating, what are we doing? So now in our 20s, we have the talking face with no labels, which is just labeled utter freaking confusion. And now that just brings up a whole other side of things. So... This is when I want to say that girls can be labeled as, or they're afraid of being labeled as crazy or clingy. Because this is when they're going to be texting their friends. And guys, let me tell you, this is coming from experience. So this is when they're going to be playing it cool for the guy and be like, yeah, I'm not that girl that's going to be sitting here and wondering why you're not texting. 
and wondering like what's going on I'm just trusting that you're like busy or something and you'll talk to me when you have time because I'm just not one of those girls if you are actually not one of those girls how do you do it first off because I am just such an overthinker I can't do that and nine times out of ten none of us girls are actually that girl because when you're not answering us and you're not um, snapping us back or you're leaving us on open or something like that, we are calling our friends, texting our friends, sending them screenshots. Well, yesterday he opened my text message and he texted me back in two minutes. And today it took him 10 minutes to answer back. So does that mean that he's like slow ghosting me? If that sentence sounds crazy to you, then I'm going to say nine times out of ten, you're a male. And if that sentence sounds relatable to you, then you have been a victim of the unlabeled talking phase. Because you don't know what's going on. Because you're sitting here thinking, well, I wonder if he's not answering because he's on another date. Because maybe we aren't as exclusive as I thought we were. It just leaves so much up to like questions because you don't know so that's honestly when I think that the downward spiral can happen and so now you're sitting here and you're wondering and when they do text back you're overthinking everything well what did this mean yesterday's text had a whole lot more um words in it so he had more to say but today they're just shorter texts so is he getting annoyed with me does he not like me anymore and it's just, it's really hard because you have had that time to get emotionally attached a little bit. I mean, if you are in the talking phase with someone and you guys are texting every day and you are hanging out some and it is easy to pick up a habit, it's easy to pick up a routine it's so much harder to break that routine. So even though there isn't something to quote attach to or get used to because there was not a relationship, I feel like it's human nature to get emotionally attached to someone, even if it's just on a surface level, um, if you're talking to them every day, even if it's just for a week, if you go a week talking to someone every day and then all of a sudden you're not talking to someone, then it is going to be different. Um, and you are going to feel a little bit of like a loss, not like a huge emotional loss, but when your phone dings and you pick up a text message, you're going to sit there and wonder and be like, oh, is it Brad? And when it's not, you're going to be like, well, why isn't he talking to me? So, that's what it is. And I feel like the talking phase just really just elevates that because you don't know what's happening. And I'm going to play Devacool's Advocate. <laughs> Guys, I'm tired. <laughs> this is, I can't talk. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate with myself and say, 
what if you're not ready to put a label on things yet after X amount of dates? So we all know about my third date curse, which is still not broken yet. That's embarrassing to admit, but it's true. And um, I think that after a certain amount of dates or a certain amount of time, you know whether you want to keep seeing this person or not. Or you know if you feel like this is going to go um, somewhere romantically or not. And I feel like that's very easy to communicate. And you don't even have to just outright say it. There are ways to basically signal that you are um, wanting to move forward with someone. Like making future plans or um, talking about their family or something. And this is where it gets me. Because... I'm I'm going to call some people out here. Not directly. But if you're listening to this and you did this to me, this is a call out. Sorry. So, um, for example, I had someone that I had gone out with a couple times. Um, this is, he was mentioned in the third date curse episode. Like I said, he had driven um, an hour both ways to me multiple times. And we were looking, and he was, like, looking at, we were looking at pictures, just talking about our lives, and I was showing pictures of my girls. And he was, like, okay, well, I need to remember their names from when I met them, for when I meet them. Let's pause. Let's sit here. So, let's picture that we're on, like, a 90s TV show, and we're, like, so we've just had this scene happen. And then it goes, pause. So, what do we assume this guy means? A, I'm going to ghost you in a week. B, I'm going to keep talking to you and never commit to you and never say exactly what we're going to be. Or C, I want to keep talking to you and get in a relationship with you and meet your friends. And I want to show that I have known that. I know who they are and put interest into getting to know them. Okay. Let you think about it. So the correct answer was actually D, none of the above, because he didn't technically ghost me, but he said that he was not looking for anything at the moment and he was wanting to, um, he was wanting to focus on his career. Okay, but driving all the time to see somebody and talking to them every day, good morning, good night, asking how their day went, sending random pictures about what they're doing in the day throughout there, asking who, what my friends' um, names are, what they're about, getting acting like they're wanting to get to know them, equals no relationship. I had no idea because, and I was caught kind of, out in the open and like a little shook because I was in the unnamed talking phase. Okay, cool. So let's go to option number two or scenario number two. Scenario number two, the guy and I go out to dinner or we went to lunch. Went and had a lunch date. 
And then uh, we had another date that evening. We um, spent time together. Our dogs met. We just sat there and talked. We watched a movie. And, you know, it was very good. Previous to our hanging out and our dates, um, he had talked to me. Uh, he had even made a joke with me about him being the one to break the third date curse. Um, he had talked a lot about, you know, wanting the real thing, wanting a relationship. So I was like, again, telling my friends, like, guys, this guy really seems nice. Seems like it could be promising. Blah, 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 blah. We, um, I was out on the lake with my family one day and I was like, hey, sorry, I haven't been able to get in touch with you very much today. I was out on the lake and I don't have good cell phone signal. And he, and he was like, wow, no, he was like, I'm jealous. And I was like, what did you, oh shoot, sorry. Uh, I just accidentally made Davey fall out of my lap. Um, and I was like, wow, did you want an invite? And he was like, well, duh. And I was like, okay, well, next time. And he knew I was on the lake with my family, not with like friends or anything. So here I am again, like, okay, our dogs met. You're saying you want to hang out with my family. We've already, you know, made jokes about future dates and everything. Used to text so quickly all the time. And then the texts got shorter and farther apart. I was getting left on open on Snap. And um, it was just getting weird. I was There was like a whole switch up in the vibe. And I felt it. But again, I was being that cool girl that didn't care and wasn't going to ask. And you don't want to just be, you don't want to be that girl that just straight up asks, so what are we going to do? What are we going to be? Where are we going? So finally, I got tired of like beating around the bush and asking. And it seemed like every time I asked when um, we could hang out, he would, um, he would kind of be shady and be like, oh, well, I don't know. I'll let you know. I don't know what my schedule is, but we could probably hang out at this time, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. So here we are again, and I'm saying, hey, well, I'm free this weekend if you want to hang out. We're going to re, we're going to pause and we could say, what do we think this guy's response will be? A. I think you want something more serious than I do. B, sure, let's hang out Saturday. Or C, I don't know. I'm just not sure what I've got going on. The answer is A, I think you want something more serious than I do. To which I replied, I don't know what you want because you won't tell me. Because we were in the unlabeled talking phase. There's nothing going. There's no indication on any way this is going, but we are talking to each other. We've been out on a date and we're just figuring out what's happening. And I just don't like it. I think it's dumb. And you know, I I will say it. I feel like as mature people, with mature emotions that we should all have at this point in time. 
you should be able to say, I had a good time on the state. I think I would like to see you again. And until they say, honestly, that they are no longer interested, I would almost think that, you know, we are working towards dating. We are working towards something um, serious, an actual relationship, because this is where we are in our lives. I feel like these something casuals, what, first off, what is that? What is casual dating? And that could be a whole nother episode because honestly, I'm going to have to do some research because I don't know what something casual is. So you all are going to go out on dates, but you're never going to be exclusive. No, that's just hookups. Um, Casual dating is confusing. I feel like you're hooking up or you're in a relationship. That's all there is. Like, and obviously you have to go on first dates And I, don't get me wrong, I don't think that there's anything wrong with going on multiple initial dates with people at the same time. Because, honestly, if you feel a future or you feel like you can see a relationship with somebody, you're not going to want to go on those other dates. And that is an indicator there by itself that you can move forward with this person. So... With that being said, I think that the talking phase is silly. Um, In the talking phase, you can be shown as completely single and be on Facebook and as single and everything and people be like talking to you and then when they're like hey do you want to hang out I can't I'm talking to someone so if you can't talk if you can't hang out with someone because you are talking to somebody then why not just say that you're with somebody like you're in a relationship with somebody or you're seeing somebody because even if it's not a serious like you all aren't in like a serious relationship but you're not wanting to hang out with anyone else I feel like that's a relationship I don't know if I just have a different opinion than anyone else or I'm just really confused or maybe I'm just old-fashioned when it comes to that but I like I said I feel like I know very quickly if I want to proceed with someone or not and that's all there is to it um I just I don't know I just don't like this unlabeled talking phase and just I feel like it causes more pain, really. It's like an easy out. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to pin this all on guys. Girls could do this too. Absolutely. This is why I need a guy to talk because I feel like I'm always bashing on the guys. But honestly, I don't have any other perspective. That's why I would like to get a male perspective. So please, come here and argue your points. I want to hear why you guys think that this is the thing to do. I want to hear what your all's thought behind it is. Because I don't know. Let me into your secrets. Let us in and maybe we'll understand more. Because I just don't get it. And that's what I want to know. And... I'll I'll listen to points, and if I'm wrong, I will accept it. 
However, I just don't think it's it's necessary at this point in our life. I think you know if you want to proceed with someone, and if you don't, if you just want to be friends with them, I think you know there's no need to keep it in limbo. But and another thing that I think can happen in the unidentified, unlabeled talking phase is it's almost like a I'm gonna keep hanging on to you unless I find something else better that comes along. And maybe that's cynical of me, but I think that's very true. I think that is something that can definitely be um, considered in this. Like, I'm going to keep seeing you, but I don't want to be exclusive and put a label on it. Because what if little Sally walks down the street and, you know, she didn't know what to do. So she, you know, I can't um, go through without bursting in the song. But, and you decide that you might like her better. And so now you feel like you can exit out of this relationship or this situation easier. And that's just not fair. That's just really not fair. And that's, that's hurtful. So I'm not saying that everybody uses it like that. But that is a way you can use this talking phase. So in me, I don't want to go through a talking phase with someone. If I just realized I've been on a soapbox and I and parched. <laughs> if I'm going to get in a relationship with someone, I'm not saying that I want to go on a first date and then afterwards be like, yep, it's you. But if it's going somewhere and we both agree and we both feel the same way, I don't feel like there's any need in dragging out this talking phase, whatever. Let's just like, say, yeah, let's be exclusive and just see what happens. I feel like exiting the talking phase of a relationship and having a breakup early in the relationship causes just as much pain or can cause just as much hurt or embarrassment or um, it just sucks just as much. No matter what the name is on it, you're losing a person in your life, no matter how the, how much that person or how long that person had been in there. I'm a person that loves um, and uh, like just loves hard. And it doesn't have to be romantic love. Like I love, um, you know, the people in my life, my friends, my family and everything hard. And I don't care if I've known you for 20 seconds or, you know, 20 years. Like I, um, I just realized I quoted Taylor Swift. Um, I love her so much. But um I, if you're do, if you're treating me well and I'm happy with you and you are, um, you bring joy into my life. If we, if something happens to where you are no longer in my life, it's going to hurt no matter what the situation is, whether it was mutual, whether it was one-sided, it's going to be painful. And I just think, especially now where, um, interpersonal relationships are so important and where there is so much distance in people we can't be together and we can't just automatically like huddle together and have someone there immediately um like we used to we still can but it's just it's not as easy things are I mean everyone says this the the unprecedented uncertain times so I believe that our relationships are so much more important now than they ever were and I just think that the the talking phase is not 
a good way to it's not a good thing to put ourselves in and it's not a very good thing just to put onto others like right now is when we need to really be caring for people's thoughts and feelings and I just feel like it's such a it's such an easy way to cause pain so I guess that's my soapbox on the um talking phase I really don't know if I said very much that makes sense but basically I just don't like it and I don't think it's fair I think that it's unnecessary um I'm just, I'm the kind of person that is like, I'd rather you be honest with me and tell me how you feel than um, fake it and let me think that everything is okay when it's really not because then I'm just going to be even more hurt, not because I'm losing someone, but because I feel wronged. I feel like I was lied to and disrespected and that's just not me. So, on that note, let, uh, let's just, first off. My call to action here. Tell me your thoughts. I feel like I gave some pretty strong opinions in this episode. And I would like to hear your thoughts. I want this to be a discussion. I would like to hear what you think. What you think of the talking phase. Give me your definition of the talking phase. Is it different than mine? Is mine just cynical? Like what do you think the talking phase is? Because that is interesting for me to know as well. What everyone's different ideas are and of what it is. is. So honestly it could just be a miscommunication of two people thinking it's two different things. So there's that option. Um, secondly... So tell me what you think the talking face is. Tell me if you think it's important or if you don't like it. And tell me what you, how you know when or if you want to move forward romantically with someone. So like, is the talking phase necessary? I want to hear your opinions. Like I said, I want this to be a discussion. So um, feel free to comment on my Instagram. Feel free to... Um, Comment wherever you can or send me messages through the Anchor app. And I'd like to, you know, start reading some of your all's opinions or maybe doing it on like Instagram Live and just sharing. I, like I said, I want this to be a discussion. Um, I don't want it to be just me sitting here talking to an empty room because I'm not going to be able to give good opinions if I don't, you know, here's some facts. Here's some other things. So, talk to me, guys. I want to hear. Um, let's go into our media of the week. So, for my media of the week, I was sitting here. I was really struggling again on what to do. I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know what I want to talk about. And then I realized I have not talked about the people who um, basically introduced me to, like, the YouTube. YouTube community, creator world, all of that. The YouTube podcast, everything community. So, today's media of the week is the Try Guys. If you do not know the Try Guys, they are four guys who um, met at BuzzFeed. And they had like a little mini series on BuzzFeed where they just try things. Hence the Try Guys. And it is funny. It is educational. The things that they do is are insane. And now they own their own company, Second Try. And I um, 
I almost want to say that I did talk about them before. I think I talked about their book. I don't know. But um, I just think that they're really great. And um, they are just really great guys. I've enjoyed watching them. Um, I say they're really great guys. Like, I know them. I don't know them. I would love to. I love you guys. If you were to hear this, I would love to know you. Um, they have a podcast as well. The Try Wives slash Girlfriends have a podcast. And, um, and one of the things I really like about them is they're very unique and they're diverse. Um, they are diverse, like... Um, ethnically, they're diverse when it comes to, um, sexual orientation, um, likes, dislikes. They're, they're just four very different guys that work together. And I think that's why their tries work so well, is there are four very different aspects, um, trying the same thing. And some of them succeed, some of them don't. So I do really enjoy them. I've loved watching, you know, Ned grow his family. I've loved watching Zach grow, um, you know, his business he just started. Z- uh, Keith and Becky are adorable and their little marriage is so cute. Um, Eugene and his coming out was so beautiful. And the video he made was just gorgeous. Like there is, I just got full body goosebumps thinking about it because it's that beautiful. And just seeing them grow as people and creators has been really cool. So they are my media of the week. Check them out. They're on YouTube. Um, Try Guys. They, um, they're just really cool. They have a lot of good stuff on there. Like I said, they have a book. They have really cool merch. Um, I just really enjoy watching them. And uh, if you've never watched them before, their videos are so fun to binge watch. Because they're so intriguing. You just want to watch more. And they do a lot of series, too. So you could binge watch those. Um, all right. So that is the media of the week. The Try Guys give them a, uh, a check out on YouTube. Um, listen to their podcast, The Tripod, The Try Wives. They have their podcast called You Can Sit With Us. Um, so I recommend listening to that, reading, watching, uh, just check them out. They're pretty cool. Um, they're really funny. Keith is freaking hilarious. Um, I just love them all. And yeah, that is all I got for this week. Again, remember to give me a follow on, um, Tequilaing Time. It's at Tequilaing Time on Instagram. So we can post and talk about this week's episode because I am curious on what you guys thought. I have a lot of opinions and I want to know if your opinions line up with mine or differing opinions let's talk let's debate I want to do this I want to have conversations with you guys um make sure that you like subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast um form you're listening to this on give us a rating I forgot that you can totally do that so like rate it on Spotify on Apple and a review make sure you take a shot for me And have a great rest of your week, guys. Goodbye.